Horacea skips out and goes to Martin. He scores the try. Yes, Liam. Horacea. Hello and welcome to Friday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Friday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Joining me today for all things AFL, as he does every week, is MG. Welcome, MG. OB, how are you, mate? Good, thank you. Bit of news just dropping uh, in AFL where we'll get to that shortly. And uh, up in Orange, the doyen of rugby league is Top Rope. And welcome to you, Top Rope. It's good to be back in Orange out there and not from the Caribbean circa 1985. <laughs> Let's just hope the home phone doesn't ring for the next <laughs> half an hour or so. <laughs> we'll, we'll get through. Plenty of off-field, uh, off-field news in both codes, but uh, we'll get to the AFL uh, first, MG. And uh, the coaching merry-go-round is sort of looks like it's it's falling into place. Alistair Clarkson's confirmed that he's coaching North Melbourne for the next five years, um, which means Essendon are just... Um, you know, you know, on a hiding to nothing, you know, you don't sort of rumour to sack your coach and move him on without someone else lined up. Um, you know, the ghosts that walk the hallways of Windy Hill are just going to strike again. They want heard back, heard this, heard that. Well, you know, if I was a young, uh, young draftee, I wouldn't want to go and play this and under that regime. But um, yeah, it's made it's 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 all happening this week. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Ob, they've uh, you know. Um their confidence would be dinted as well. Listen, fancy losing out to the Kangaroos. Uh, shows how bad uh, the spot they are in, Essendon, with, uh, yeah, couldn't uh, get Clarks into your team in, and he favours the Kangaroos for his reasons. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Obviously, Ben Rutten, um, you know, he's a dead man walking. He can't, uh, can't coach next year after no confidence vote virtually. So, um, yeah, Essendon going to have to look for a coach and uh, going to have to start again. Um I don't know. Maybe the master Kevin Sheedy had the plan all along. He's just going to uh, slip back in and said, "I'll get this club back on track." I oh, have another red, Kev. Have another red. But it's it's <laughs> like it's it's been it's been a shambles from Essendon. Um, you know that no one's come out and said anything. I, I heard that uh, Ben Rutten's manager on another radio station this morning saying um, that he was reading he'd been sacked, but no one could give him a definitive answer. So it's just poor, just poorly handled. You fought, you feel for Ben. He fronted up to training and has handled himself really, really well. So um, hopefully they get that sorted. But some great on-field action, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, Carlton Collingwood Sunday. Whoa, looks a beauty. Hawthorne Bulldogs and then the Swans shaping the ape in the last game of the round. But um, so plenty of off-field issues up in the NRL as well. Um, Kalen Ponga out this week, illness. Um, you know, he's a bit sick in a, in a toilet cubicle. Is he, um, is he all right, Top Rope? It's good to have friends around you to come and hold your hair back when you're feeling a little bit sick. Uh uh okay. it's uh yeah it's just good to have that support yeah tremendous teamwork it was it was a little bit surprising that he was a little after having only been at the uh, pub for 25 minutes but uh yeah these things do happen uh yeah look it was um it's that that you know you're talking about Essendon being in the bar called Newcastle aren't far behind uh in, in how that club is run uh yeah the his dad came out and said he was sick uh, it was a little bit ill. There was talk about he'd been, he, he was he was under the weather and was drunk. He'd been at the pub for twenty five minutes. No one can get their story straight. First rule of lying as a footy club: get your story straight. <laughs> and uh, the Knights showing the same kind of cohesion they do when they're trying to spread the ball. And that little wonder they rank last in attack and last in lying in the NRL. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a disaster. And, and, and the fact that O'Brien still has a job. Talk about talk about the Essendon coach. Yeah, not knowing where he stands. It's it, 
it's disgraceful that the, that the Newcastle coach does know where he stands. He should be out. He should have been out. He should have been out months ago. And uh, PVL, just a bit of light humour during the week, just sort of saying hello to uh, to the AFL and, and Gil. I noticed that when uh, Gil does a press conference, he doesn't uh, mention inferior codes. So I'm um, not sure why PVL needed to sort of try and get some ratings when he was announcing that the grand final was actually staying in Sydney. So it's all um, not a great week for PVL up there, um, top rope. Oh no! I, I, I appreciate I appreciate your humility, OB, by accepting that the AFL is an inferior code. What well, PVL mentioned them, so appreciate that. Uh, no, I thought PVL was wonderful yesterday. PVL PVL managed to rustle up eight million dollars out of nothing for the because the grand final was never moving. So uh, well done, PVL. He's yeah, he, he just proved he just proved himself he's the most powerful person in New South Wales again. And uh, we'll uh, probably see the uh, Victorian state government. Try off for twenty thirty million next year for the grand final, so uh, doubt it will move. But you know, well done to, to PVL. He's, he's he, he, yeah, on more serious note, he has changed the landscape for how the grand final is going to be decided. Now he's he's, he's built some competitive tension. He's 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 taken away the deal that would keep the grand final in Sydney until twenty forty two, and I think the NRL are going to be real winners out of this one. So um, yeah, so whether you you, you you like his humour or not, and obviously we, we probably sit on different sides of the fence there. <laughs> He has done a very, very, very good job in, in adding some value to the NRL. I think he's done, done a really good job. And, um, yeah, for, for, for a, a state government that said they had no money and it was all going to flood relief to, to, to find $8 million at the last minute to keep a grand final, it was always going to be played. He's made it look pretty silly as well as uh, uh, as well as $8 million to the poor. So it's, been, it's, it's actually been a humorous week up in the NRL when I saw Parramatta have announced Trent Barrett as a new <laughs> assistant coach up in lights. I thought, Jesus, I'm, I'm reading things here. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get to on-field action and an absolute beautiful game last night was uh, South versus Penrith. Uh, the betting was all Souths, um, but then now uh, Penrith just... Now they just find a way, don't they? And, um, yeah, 26 to 22 winners. They lock up the minor premiership uh, without Cleary and Luai. And, um, yeah, they looked uh, they looked informed. But um, I think for the first time ever, uh, three votes in the Merv Cartwright medal is going to be awarded to a, an opposition player. Jackson Paulo, he was awful last night for the Rabbitohs. It will it will go up there in the Pantheon at the very top of it. Uh, it, it as one of the worst all-time individual performance shows. And that'll be up there with the Paul Carriage game from the 98 Blue Final, the Steve Maven game. Everyone, every rugby league fan is exactly what we're talking about here, the Manu Vatavoy game, the Greg Smith game. This will be the Jackson Paulo game. And look, Penrith will take the two points. And Penrith got the W, but South Sydney lost that game. The fact that South Sydney were in there, I lost track of how many tries Jackson Paulo. Uh, if they had a plus minus for for, for try causes for, for, for tries, tries blown, he'd be about minus forty. He was that he was that bad. He's blowing tries up one end. He's he's letting tries in at the other end. Yeah, absolutely disgraceful performance for him. Yeah. Latrell didn't have his finest game either. Yeah. So it started to get passing the ball to Jackson Paulo. Fun fact, Jackson Paulo was playing that bad, don't pass him the ball. And um yeah, he was a, a little bit too leery last night. Too much of the Ric Flair for uh for Latrell, but uh, uh that's the one that got away from South, probably gonna cost him a top four spot. Parents will claim the minor premiership and uh uh it was a pretty courageous win from the Panthers. You've got Dylan Edwards and Liam Martin back, but still missing Nathan Cleary. And uh the bunnies um Look, that they should make the eight. I, th- I think we'll, we'll all agree on that. But they've got a tough run home, and um, yeah, that game that they uh, they had in their grasp, uh, yeah, might come back to bite them at some stage. But a bit of golf around as well. PEGA two of the BMW. Uh, Keegan Bradley leads at minus seven from Adam Scott, who's six under. 
anything uh, anything on the uh, on the horizon there for the punters top rope? Uh, yeah, got a couple couple riding. I'm just getting yourself way back for the decent price. Uh, Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry, uh, Christian Bazan, Hutton, and Russell Henley for me. They're all in T6 or better at the moment. So uh, around the mark, we'll be cheering those guys on. I think if you to look further on the board for a bit of value, I'm on Hideki pre of the off. He's, he shot one under, but uh, I think uh, this is going to be a course that's going to suit. So uh, I can see him making a little late run probably in his last or second last tournament before he joins Luke Golf. And the Czech Masters also on. So uh, go to topsport.com.au for all your golf betting action. But right now it's time for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. And the first game tonight, the Friday night AFL <laughs> fixture, Brisbane and Melbourne up at the Gabba. Brisbane $1.78, Melbourne two oh six. The line minus 2.5, over under 172.5. This looks an absolute beauty, MG, and uh, about time we got an absolute cracker on Friday night. No, Friday nights have been good scheduling the last month or so. You've been very tough on the AFL. Yeah, this is uh, this is a belter to kick off what should be a, one of the better home and away games to finish a season for sure. Fourth v third, uh, Brisbane hosting. Obviously, uh, both teams at fifteen and six, so um, you know they're bringing solid form all year. Uh, unfortunately, the loser of this game is likely to finish out well. Will finish outside the top four, so it's chips all in here late in the season to uh, make sure you get the double chance. Um, it is a tough road trip for Melbourne, even though they have won their last three in a row and they absolutely belted uh, Brisbane early in the year. Um, they've got a lot to overcome, Brisbane, but being at home, extra days, break, um, you know, I just think, uh, you know, there'll be some tagging going on here. Obviously, they'll tag Oliver and they'll tag Neil with uh, arms coming in. So the midfield might end up maybe chopping out. Brisbane are probably going to have to find one or two players if Neil is not getting his influence. But I think the key is still going to lie in the in the Brisbane forward 50. Uh, their, their offense is, is ranked number one. Uh, they've got plenty of dimensions going in. It's very difficult for Melbourne to cover them all. So if Brisbane can get enough supply in, that's the end of the, the the game that will be won for mine at the end of the ground, sorry. So if Brisbane can probably aim to score north of 80 points, I think they'll get the job done. Uh, hard to find a bet on either the line or the total for me. I just I just think every time you make a pro for one team, there's you know there's a counterbalance for this one. So uh, I'm just going to sit back and watch a Friday night before I get into uh, the rest of the week. Just keep the powder dry for the weekend. As we look at the NRL uh, game on tonight as well, the Broncos, $2.80 against the Melbourne Storm, $1.46 up there at Suncorp uh, in the late game. Uh, the Lions, 6.5, over under 44 points even. Uh, yeah, the the NRL need the Storm to go up there to get uh, get some bums on seats. And uh, this um, you know, the Storm sort of struggling a little bit and um, and uh, the Broncos sort of up and down. Uh, Cameron Munster this week has come out and put contract talks on hold. So I see Kevy Walters has come out and saying that he'd, be, he'd love him at the Broncos and... Uh, this one looks another beauty on paper, top rope. Cameron Munster's contract talks by the least of his problem. He got a handwritten letter from a 92-year-old that absolutely skewed him. <laughs> He's still rattled by that. So uh, poor old Cameron Munster. He'll have to, uh, have to make a little trek down the Cecil Street to cheer up the mood. Uh, it's uh, uh, There's no bigger domination in, in, in rugby league than Melbourne's domination of the, uh, of the Brisbane Broncos. Won 28 of the last 32, won 11 straight. Uh, nine of the last ten, they've scored 30-plus a storm. They've won the last ten by double digits. They've won 11 straight against Brisbane at Suncorp, five of the last six by 28-plus. There's only one way to bet this game, and it's it's the storm minus. It, it, you've got to be on the minus here. I thought they really 
you know, kind of stamp their return to, to, to kind of top-tier competitiveness with a, a good bit of a parent last week. That form was somewhat frank last night while they went over south. So uh, I'll be all over the storm in this one. I think that's a, that's a bit. Oh, I like the uh, I like the confidence <clears> when top rope talks like that, and and the stats coming out left, right, and centre. It's a it's a beautiful thing to listen to. And uh, punters, you heard it here first. Get on the storm at the unders. As we look at uh, the second game of AFL action, Essendon and the Tigers. The under siege under siege Essendon. Three dollars fifty. The Tigers a dollar thirty one. The Lions twenty three point five. Over under one seventy six point five. Um, oh, it's a, look, you'd, you'd think Richmond every day of the week in this one. You just don't know how uh, how the uh, Bombers are going to respond. Um, yeah, Michael Hurley back in for his last game, which is fantastic. One of the great people of the AFL. Um, but yeah, I, I can't get a read on this one yet. Yeah, I can. <laughs> um, yeah, talking of domination with uh, Melbourne Storm over Brisbane just before in the NRL with Top Rope, this is a fair domination as well. Uh, Richmond have won their last 12 straight against Essendon, so that's a fair fair uh, domination. Um, you know, just tracking in different, completely different directions. Essendon's season's obviously cooked. Uh, they've lost their last two. Richmond have won their last three, and I think they're they've they've been. I think they've been trained like a good racehorse at the moment. There's a bit of JB Cummings about Hardwick this year. He's got no press on him. He's uh, rested Martin right up until week one of the finals. I just like the way they've turned the corner, Richmond. Uh, this is a dead dead match of sorts, really. Um, well, it is for Essendon. They're, they're already on but, holidays. But what, what, what happens if the Bombers come out and win? And they, they, Does it look like they're playing for the coach or yeah, no. you don't give them any chance in that, that regard? No, I just think they're I, – I, I take the approach in this kind of thing. I don't like backing sides. That, you know, I just think that the mental energy that they're burnt this week, uh, you know – this game is so far from their thoughts. I understand Hurley's coming back for his send-off game and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, Richmond Richmond will be narrow-focused in this game. They'll want a really good uh, hit-out with a week off going into the finals. Um, and someone someone's going to have to miss out as well in, in the mids when Martin does come back for sure. So, no, I just think Richmond will turn the gas on, gas on here, uh, MCG under lights, just with their domination. I just can't see any other way. I, I, don't, I don't see any reason for Essendon. To show anything, even if they had the capabilities, I, I just think, I just think they'll they'll get the job done. I'm not saying the line's not necessarily wrong. Four goals is, is a decent margin, but yeah, I just think Richmond will get the W and move on. So, um, yeah, I think there'll be plenty of points in the game as well. The total's starting to creep up. I think it's at a at a reasonable number as well. But I think this will just be a, a pretty loose game, and Richmond will, will win by as much as they want. And Tom Lynch was in some ominous form last week. I watched the uh, the first three quarters of that against the Hawks, and he was outstanding. As we look to the second game of this round for the NRL punters out there, Manly four dollars forty, the Cronulla Sharks one twenty two, the line thirteen and a half over under fifty point five. So high scoring affair uh, by the looks of it there at uh, at homophobic headquarters. Um, but uh, Manly, um, a lot of press this week as well. Uh, one of their players, uh, obviously, in a bit of strife off field. But um, any uh, any chance for the Sea Eagles to cause a bit of an upset here, top rope? No, I'd say it's going to be another another rough week for uh, homophobia, another rough week for prejudice, another rough week for uh, supporting stabbings. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, a little 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 hot take there from a few of the few of the storm, a few of the Sea Eagles players led by Josh Alloway. Very anti-love, very pro-stabbing religious leaders. But anyway, um, interesting positioning, but each to their own. Uh, more to the point, Manly are cast. They seem to, yeah, there's a, an obvious divide in the playing group. They've lost some key players here, Manly. 
this line is off the map, nine and a half to 13 and a half. Minus 13 and a half is about as good as the market's got for you right now. Oh, you've, you've got to be on the Sharks here. The Sharks will win this. It'd be like MGC with the Richmond game before. They will win it by as much as they want. The only kind of concern is they've got a very poor record of Brookvale. Only won six times in 50-odd years. At the ground, haven't won this since 2008. But I think the, the Sharks win this. I think it'll be a very, very high-scoring game. The total's gone up very uh, gone up four points already. There's some big over totals here as well. So uh, love the over at the start of the week. Sharks have probably superseded that now with, with, with kind of some of the key outs that have come from any particularly Ruben Garrick. Uh, so, look, back in, the, back in the minds, back in the overs, a lot of confidence on that. Good to hear. As we look towards Super Sunday in the AFL, now the now the floating fixture, the AFL have, have, have been ridiculed a little bit for this, but Sunday I think it all comes into play. Uh, the Carlton-Collingwood 320 game at the MCG in front of more than 90,000 people Carlton a dollar eighty eight, Collingwood one ninety five. The line minus one point five over under one sixty five point five. They'll be watching the early game to see how the Bulldogs and the Hawks go. They'll be wanting to see how the Blues go. This has the hallmarks of an absolutely belting Super Sunday in the AFL. Yeah, finals come early, OB, don't they? Uh, this will be as big a game uh, for not being a final as we can have in the home and away season. So, as you said. Hopefully they do get uh, they reach that ninety thousand mark. Uh, the weather looks okay, so there'll be no excuses for them to to rock up. Uh, depending on the MCC members, so hopefully they turn out because I think this contest will come down to it. I think it'll be well alive late in the game, especially the way these two teams have played out. Especially Collingwood, they uh, they certainly don't bury sides by any stretch. Um, good spot here for Collingwood for me. I, you know they've won thirteen of the last seventeen against Carlton, so they've got a thirteen and four dominant head to head record. Um, they're covering the lines, obviously close. So I, I, that's why I think it will be a close game. Um, I, I think shade the points in this. Uh, four out of the last five between them have gone over. So even though it'd be a final, they've they've priced it reasonably at one sixty five and a half. Um, so I, w- I would shade the overs, but keen on Collingwood here. The mar- I'm going against the market. The market's gone uh, from basically one Collingwood to pick, and then now Carlton one favourite. Uh, I'm 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 just going to stick with Collingwood here. I, I think they had to have that loss. You know, not that you're playing these things, but I was really keen on Sydney last week. Uh, I think it's been well, you know, the, the Collingwood couldn't have planned any better. I know you don't go out to have losses, but the, they played okay against Sydney. They were just, you know, they were beaten by a better side up there. It was a good loss for them to have. They would be regenerated now and now, you know, rejuvenated. Sorry, they'll they'll go into this game as a final and this will set them up. And, and I just think... Carlton's lost three weeks ago against Adelaide. I just think it's been a turning point from you know they let uh, they let it uh, sorry two weeks ago, really bad loss for them, and I just think they're they're not recovering. I think their panic stations at the selection table. Um, they've brought back you know Chair Williams and Hewitt with maybe Deconian as well. So uh, Collingwood are going with a set of lineup. They're only bringing in Dugowie. I just think Collingwood's focus is better, and yeah, I'm going to disagree with the market. And uh, come Sunday, I think I'll be pretty keen to uh, double up on Collingwood. Ooh, heard it here first. Punters, get on Collingwood and get on them hard from uh, from MG. As we look to St. George and the Gold Coast uh, in NRL action, uh, the Dragons 155, the Gold Coast Titans 245, the line minus 4.5, over under 51.5. Which way are you leaning here, top rope? Well, you got Super Sunday down there in the AFL, OB. We've got shit out Sunday up the <laughs> Sunday. A uh, couple of absolutely rotten games. Uh, look, the Dragons, for mine, uh, are a better side. Uh, Titans probably flattered by playing uh, playing the homophobes last week. Uh, 
got ran up a, their biggest score in, 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 in over a year. Uh, tend not to back up the performances, tend to be very poor on the road. The Titans, the Dragons, look, they're, they're, they're a different side on the plate. They've covered seven of eight. They've covered nine of 13 as a favourite. So this is just a good spot for them. I, I think they can cover the reasonably small line in this one and uh, uh, get the job done in a game that's probably not going to be as high scoring as many anticipate. So uh, lean towards the under, but be back in the minus will be probably the best bet of Sunday. I liked uh, MG's enthusiasm for Sunday and then uh, Top Ropes just come and, uh, you know, deflated the balloon and uh, we're going to go to shithouse Sunday in the NRL. So <laughs> for all punters out there, just watch the AFL. Most of them will be anyway because it is uh, it is the, uh, the, the, the far better uh, sport in Australia, that's for sure. As we look at the final uh, games for round 23 in the AFL, uh, GWS 270 against the Dockers, 147. The line 13.5 over under 149.5. Anything there, MG? Uh, rock solid market here, both line and total here. OB is at Marnica. GWS um, haven't got much to play for, and the Dockers do need a win with the way the schedule's set up for a chance at the top four. I just, I just think the Dockers, you know, tough road trip for them. I just think they'll get the job done. They'll grind out this win. Bringing Fife back from a hamstring in uh, in beautiful Canberra is another <laughs> adds to that as well. As we look at North Melbourne and Gold Coast, the Kangaroos three dollars forty, Gold Coast one thirty two, the line twenty three point five, over under one eighty four point five. After today's announcement about Clarkson, I like the Kangaroos here. I reckon there's a few players that think, "Oh, geez, I've got to get my skates on here," and they might have a red hot crack at this. Yeah, fair play. Don't mind that thinking. Uh, the market. Uh is not with you on that thought process. It opened twenty up to twenty three and a half. Yeah, I, I, not a game I'd get involved in with the with the line betting. Um, not not sure with North are out and the game man. They've lost eighteen of nineteen, so I just don't think they've got the the cattle to actually turn that around. They've got some players playing well, but geez, the list drops away quickly. So Clarko's got some work to do next year. Really keen on the total here, OB. Um, one I earmarked, and I, I thought the bookies might come up a little low. They opened 172. It's been absolutely smashed to the overs. Might have had something to do with it. But, yeah, this one-way traffic. This will be bruise-free football uh, at the Dome. Um, I, I think this could go as high as 190 to 200. Not in the betting, but don't be surprised if this total goes north of 200. This is a clear over game for me. And the next game is just an absolute multi-fill-up. Uh, it's the Geelong Cats at dollar oh two versus the West Coast Eagles fifteen dollars. The line minus sixty-five and a half over under one sixty-seven point five. This this could be an absolute cricket score down there. Yeah, yeah, big line to take, and you have to be patient in the cheer. But yeah, the you know OB loves the uh, loves when I maybe say the hundred point plus. He <laughs> likes those kind of cheers. The big Ric Flair. This is one of them. <laughs> You'll get uh, reasonable weather. Uh, Geelong have obviously won twelve in a row. They're at home nine and uh, seven and one this year. And West Coast have just been debacle. They've had two wins for the year. Don't be surprised if Geelong put a hundred on me. Absolute training drill. West Coast are already on holidays. Yeah, Port Adelaide one thirty six, the Crows three twenty, the line minus nine and a half, over under one sixty six point five. You don't mind this market, MG? Yeah, really like this. We got on our uh, bikes early, OB in the week. Uh, couldn't wait. Uh, can't believe the bookies uh, started minus nine, minus ten. So we sent this uh, bet out early for Port Adelaide. Uh, yeah, just one of those games where I rated it. I, I actually, I actually had it rated twenty five here. So that's as big an out as, as as I've had this year. So. Must bet situation, yeah. Took the minus nine, minus ten. Happy to tip it out. It's moved to nineteen. Um, by game time, this will start with a minus two in front of it. So um, I think Port will win this game comfortably. 
And the the early game on Sunday, Hawthorne and the Bulldogs down in Tassie. Hawthorne two eighty, the Bulldogs dollar forty three. The line sixteen and a half over under one seventy two point five. Now this could be an absolute mood killer for the AFL if the Hawks get up here down in Tassie. Yeah, the party poopers they could play. Surely they don't uh, they don't spoil the party down there over your team. But uh, you know, word to the caution here for the punters that Hawthorne have got an unbelievable record down there. They do defend the ground well. They've got nothing to play for, and uh, the Bulldogs should get the dom dub, job done. But geez, the Bulldogs aren't playing great. Uh, they did you know they did start a little cheap in the market here, and it's been for the Bulldogs. But yeah, not overly confident in this one, and just hopefully the. The Bulldogs get the job done and the Sunday plays out with uh, the excitement with the two games to follow. And the final game for the AFL regular season is the Saints at 3.25, the Swans $1.33, the line 18.5, over under 169.5. Dan Hanabry's last game in the AFL against his old club. That hasn't worked for the Saints. Uh, the Swans really need to win for that sort of top two and home final. So uh, it looks like the Swans might go all out here. Yeah, this might be one of the highest watched uh, AFL home and away games uh, for a long, long time because so many clubs will be invested because uh, if Sydney win or lose, it basically decides um, a lot of, well, every final game, I think it does because uh, the way they can drop around. But yeah, Sydney at the Dome, uh, they've won six in a row and St Kilda have lost seven in the last nine. I think St Kilda are well and truly done and dusted. Uh, the market's pretty sold at 18, so it hasn't been a lot of movement. I think there might be some uh, points in this game and I think Sydney will win and win comfortably. As we look to the NRL action for the remaining games of the round, the Cowboys $1.09 against the Warriors seven seventy five. The line minus 20.5 over under 51.5. That's the early game tonight. Top rope, uh, anything doing there for the punters? Yeah, the line's big enough here. Um, um, a, this time of year, there's always a concern about big underdogs on the road who are out of the finals. So numbers probably dictate the Warriors are a bit. Dogs of 10 or more, soaring 30 plus a 7 or 1 against the spread. The Cowboys have covered a 6 or 15 after a double digit loss. I think towards the Warriors, but it's not going to be a pleasant watch. But there is a bet in this game. Uh, I think it's going to be plenty of points. The market agrees 47.5 to 51.5. Uh, big overspot both teams. Over 64% when a favourite of 16 or more comes off a loss. Favourites 10, uh, over 10 and 3 when there's an underdog of 12.5 or more for a win of 20 plus. Big, big over angles every which way here. Not going to be a lot to play for for the Warriors. I think we're going to see some uh, the ball uh, spin a bit. Maybe flog the dogs last week. So I think uh, the over fifty one and a half remains a bit. As we look to the early game on Saturday, is the Eels dollar thirty two, Canterbury three dollars fifty. The line minus ten over under forty eight point five. I'm not sure if Barrett started yet, but there'll be plenty of intel for the Eels from the ex Canterbury coach. So that only uh, you know only uh, helps the Bulldogs, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what intel he's got. He didn't seem to have any idea what he was at the club, so I'm not sure what he's going to pass on. Um, maybe, he could, maybe, maybe he can uh, can get in there early and, and average about 10 points a game attack that he, uh, he did such a good job with at the uh, Look, great rivalry game, one of the best rivalries in footy. The line at face value seems a touch be here. Uh, Para have not been going great guns. They've covered just six of seven as a favourite at Combank. Dogs have to be taking a bit of trust here. They've scored 18 plus and 9 of 11 under Potter. Uh, they won 34-4 uh, in round 14, so not that long ago. Lean towards the Dogs, but not a lot of confidence this game. Not a, not a great betting game for mine, but going to be an absolute cracker. And the Saturday night fixture sees the Roosters and the West Tigers take the field. The Roosters $1.05, West Tigers $10, the line minus 21 and a half, over under 49.5. The Roosters are... Uh, just starting to hit their straps, uh, top rope, and uh, this looks all one-way traffic. 
yeah, one-way traffic, and that's going to kind of chime in with where history's been. Uh, in the last 23 meetings, the Roosters have covered a remarkable 20 of them. Uh, they won 19 of 21. They're, they're, the Roosters just have far too much attacking power and far too much to play for. The Tigers gave up a ghost well, you know, last week. I thought it was a very, very poor performance against the Sharks where um, they're entitled to probably try a bit harder there. Uh, I'll be just running the minus. I don't, I don't think they've got a lot without Jack's tastings on the side. So uh, the minus and plenty of value on the over here too. It's, it's big enough that these games are usually very loose. Uh, and for those after a little bit of the Rick Flair, Daniel Tupo has a remarkable try scoring record, 16 tries in 12 games against the Tigers. I'll be looking at him for two or more tries. And the last game for the round on Sleepy Sunday sees the Newcastle Knights three dollars forty, the Canberra Raiders a dollar thirty two, the Lion eleven and a half over under forty four point five. Hopefully, illness hasn't gone through the Knights. Um, and uh, yeah, that, do you, any chance for the Knights to uh, to bounce back after their controversial off field week? Yeah, I've got I've got no idea in this game. I think this is a really really hard game to assess. Like, oh, you'd be absolutely mad to level eleven and a half points for the Raiders on the road, considering how they've been playing lately, but. How could you back the Knights with any confidence at all? They've got a shocking record at home, covered one of nine, got a poor record as a home underdog, covered just three of 14. So um, probably lost slightly in the under and just back a couple of incompetent attacks to to, to, to reign supreme here. But, uh, yeah, not a great betting game to, to finish off uh, a pretty ordinary Sunday. Well, thank you, Top Rope. A reminder, punters can locate GGOA for $22 a week in the LittleBirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action and the AFL stings also for $22 a week in the LittleBirdie.live shop for all the AFL betting action. Top Rope, we got there in the end, mate. Thank you for your time. We'll see you again next week uh, when we preview some uh, bumper AFL finals and also some uh, some more NRL action. But uh, thanks for your time and uh, have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, OB. Uh, always a pleasure to uh, to chat, and glad we could uh, glad we could do it after the old uh, technical difficulties kicked us off a bit late. And MG, great week for AFL punting. Some cracking games. Huh? You uh, you're going to go out to the uh, to the the field proper at some stage? Yeah, I might uh, might get to the Carlton uh, Collingwood game. I think it'd be rude not to, but yeah. Massive weekend. Hopefully it plays out and we sets up a big Sunday. Absolutely. Thank. That's a wrap for this week's Friday Lions. Thanks to MG and Top Rope and Borco on the panels. Follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, and wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. Follow us at Little Birdie TV at on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Nikki and the boys for first look for the weekend's action review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters. Bye.